0: Joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am here with the incredible Melissa Puckett, the broker owner of Nexus Mortgage Lending. Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. And all right, so I know your story is a little bit different because you have some mortgage in the family, but a lot of us have come into the mortgage industry by accident. But regardless of how we came in, We stay in the mortgage industry because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So at this time, Melissa, I would love to hear. Please share
1: your why with us. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Laura. And, you know, to be honest with you, Coming into the mortgage space was kind of one of those stumble upon things, too. Um, like, I'm sure you've heard a m- lot of people, I don't know of anybody that really has said, oh, when I grow up, I want to be in the mortgage industry. I'm
0: waiting and for that. I'm waiting yeah, for someone I just don't to say it. that.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my background was actually primarily medical. I have a lot of medical in within my family, and, um, and that's actually the field I was kind of raised in and started my career in. And um, there was an opportunity for me to have a complete career change. And that was in my early twenties. And so that's in a nutshell, what transformed me over to, uh, I tell people, I went from Medicare to mortgages. So, um, uh, but my, why as far as coming into this and how it aligns with my why my nature is one of nurture and support. I am, I get my, my happy place. I t- tell people is when I am interacting with others, when I am teaching, when I am sharing and, and helping better people, right? So I, I like to tell people too, that I think in my other life, I would have either been like an attorney or a or a counselor, you know, some, somebody like that, but really within the mortgage industry, I actually get to be those, I get to wear those hats. Right. My why is looking at a situation and helping to make it better. Okay. And it's, and I see that with my clients, I see that with my peers, I see that with just anybody in general, if there's a way that I can help make things better, then that's what I'm here to do. Um, I, I remember one point at one point I had a client that came in and he was a single father and uh he had been renting for quite some time he had sole custody of his daughter she's 10 years old and he told me he says you know i have been trying i've just been struggling i've wanted to provide a space for my daughter that she can have her own room wow. that she can decorate it the way she wants to that she can put the nails in the walls and she can do the things cuz it's our space and it's her space and And at that point, when I had, when, when he had come to to meet with me, he had been different places and it was just kind of that stamp of no, no, can't help. You can't do anything, you know, just due to problems with his divorce and financial life happened. Right. So I was able to sit down with him and take the time and say, okay, this is not going to be a quick fix. This is not going to be something that's going to happen within a couple of weeks It may take us a year. And it did. It took us a year, but I'm not kidding. This, this guy, he did every single thing that I advised him to do. And he came back in, we had kind of kept in contact throughout the year and he came back in and he says, okay, I think I have everything ready. So we got him pre-approved and it was like, oh, it was amazing. And We went through this whole process. He actually ended up losing out on a house and it was just this real tumultuous thing. But I told him, I said, you know what? Stick with me. This is for you. This is going to work. And it always works out for the better. And that's what I tell people, right? Long story short, he ended up getting into this house and I'll never forget. He came in, I don't know, a couple of weeks later and he brought his daughter with him. Uh And she had this, this, it's, it's so ugly. It's so ugly. It's this octopus, this like glass blown octopus that she got at like Pier 1, right? And Uh I, I don't have it with me. It's at my other office. But he said, you know, my daughter finally got her own room and she decided that she wanted to decorate it in an ocean theme. There you go. And she was picking out all of these decorations and she saw this one and she said, hey, can we bring this to Miss Melissa? And that octopus is the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. And I keep it in my office as a reminder. And I've used it to tell people to say, Hey, look, this is living proof that anybody can change their stars. Anybody can do something better can, can achieve a goal and, that is just something that I see all the time. And it just warms my heart. And it reminds me of my why and, and why I do this to help people to, to encourage people. So, so
0: many great things that you've said there. Okay. Number one, the story with the gentleman, he did it for his why. Yeah. Right. So think about that. Right. So the whole reason why he stuck with it, because we know, that anytime you have hard work to do, whether it's losing weight, whether it's saving money, whether it's cleaning up credit, whatever, whatever hard work it is, unless you have something that's going to keep you focused on that, give you that goal, keep you motivated, have that why tied to it, you're going to give up because at some point it's going to get too hard for you to continue. If he had his wife, and so his daughter was his wife. Then the other piece of that, number one, his daughter will always remember that day of getting her own room, picking out that ocean motif and and decorating, right? And now you've changed her life because we know that she no longer thinks that when you grow up and you get your career and you go to, to move out, she no longer thinks that you rent for the rest of your life. Because she knows at some point she's going to be a homeowner because that's what her family did. They're homeowners. So even however long it takes her to be able to be ready to buy that home, she will buy that home someday because that's her mindset. So all of this is a ripple that started with you thinking, well, I'm here to make the lives better for others. I'm here to serve right and I think that's what it is we're we're servants right we're here to serve our clients and to be able to guide them and be professionals to help them through but how rewarding is it that we get to change lives right and that's ultimately what it's about and you know that problem solving I mean you know I think you'll agree I think we've seen, and I used to have a running joke years ago. I, whenever we brought new people into the into the company, we would always say, "Okay, we're going to know in about two to three weeks. They're either going to love our industry, or man, they're going to go running for yeah. <laughs> our industry." Yeah, right. So I want to ask you that next question. So Melissa, what would be some advice that you would give? To someone that's newer to our industry, what is some a few things that you've learned that you would like to say to them?
1: Oh, wonderful! Yes, um, I would say discover your strengths and play to those strengths. When I first came into the industry, I was instructed, told, however, to attract business a certain way, to market a certain way, to act a certain way, do these things according to what worked for other people, which is fine. And that's not to say that it's a bad thing. Of course, we need mentors and we need teachers. You know, you listen to people that have have gone through this and, and can show you the ropes, right? And by all means, listen to those successful people. They've gone through it. However, the way that I was taught wasn't really in in congruence with the way that I am built. I'm, as I said before, a nurturer by nature. And I'm not really one to be a a salesperson. I'm an educator. I'm a nurturer. And so I don't know exactly at what point in time there was this light bulb that kind of went off in my brain. But I will say that when I did choose to go with my strengths and to be me, be authentic, everything changed for the better. So when you, if, if your strength is, is crunching numbers, okay, be that numbers person and be that tech person that you know, can, can help people in that aspect. If your strength is networking and relationships, then you know what you go out and you be that friend, you be that networking person. You just build the relationships. When you operate to your strengths, when you when you find your why, which a lot of times people say, "Well, I don't know how to find my why." Look at whatever it is that brings you energy. For me it was interacting with people, helping with people, making friends. That gives me energy. Well, right there, that's my why. Yeah. And as soon as I started focusing on that, the business came, the, it just, it fit, it clicked something worked. So that's what you do. Find out what your strengths are and utilize those strengths. And it, it works. That It
0: sounds so simple, but, <laughs> but it is not, it is very complicated. And, you know, I see so many times, like when, when you know you first graduate college or you first come into any type of career, right. a lot of times it's exactly what you said. You're emulating people that you see that are successful, right? So right. you can maybe take some pieces, right? So you might be able to take of some course. pieces, but at the end of the day, you have to figure out who you are. Yeah. And you you are spot on Melissa that when you ultimately are comfortable in your skin to where you're like, hey, maybe I am a little quirky or maybe I am a little, you know, like this is, once you can be okay with that, the people, what the biggest lesson in all of that, right? Is that the people that will love you for who you are will love all of you. yes. And the people that maybe, I'll just use the too much, maybe you're too much for them, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Because especially if you're an originator and you're yourself, you're going to attract other people that resonate, you resonate together. 100%. All of a sudden you're like, that's my person.
1: Like I connect with yep. them. Yeah. So and it, it, it took can. me probably, sorry about that. It took I'll me go. probably 10, over 10 years to finally get to that point. It takes and a long time. It does. And I I wish that I would have done that sooner. So that's why I think I'm really passionate about that. Say, hey, look, 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 do what works for you. And just like you said, the people, the right people will be naturally gravitating towards you. Um, just like that meme, what does it say, or the poem, you're not everybody's cup of tea. Nope. And that's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Because,
0: There's... because you're someone. Yeah. You're someone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Great. So, yeah, that is fabulous advice for everybody listening to that, regardless of where you are in your career. That is great advice for every single day is that we're not going to connect to every single individual, to every client, to every referral partner. But when we're ourselves authentically, we will connect to the ones that we should connect to. So, There's be plenty. yourself. Be true. Miss Melissa, thank you so much for being here, for sharing. It's always such a joy to speak with you. We wish you all the best, always.
1: Thank you, Laura.